listening to a brand new episode of the Lunchbox Chats. We're your hosts. I'm Laura. And I'm Esty. And we welcome you to a brand new week. We are almost there, guys. Fall is just around the corner. Oh, my God. I I was literally about to say it's still summer. Nope. Oh, my God. I cannot. Can we just slow down? We literally still have more than a month left. Like, stop. Our cousin's group chat is blowing up with fall stuff, and I'm just, like, about to exit. What do you mean more than a month? What are you talking about? We are reaching the near, the literally the end of it. What do Um, you mean? Fall starts September 20th. Yes, I'm talking about, okay, so to me, right, like, Labor Day is it. That's no. it. It's a wrap. Let's, you know, let's put away all our, our um, decor of the summer. There goes the fire pit. There goes the barbecue. Bye. No, 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 no. I'm like one <laughs> of those people. I'm like praying for an Indian summer where it's like this long, hot summer that goes into October, like heat wave central. Like I am here for it. Like everybody this week, we had a heat wave in the city. I don't know about you guys, but it was so hot. And everybody like at work or I was passing people, they were literally cursing the summer and I was just basking Uh, in it. I was just like, give me more heat. Like, I just love it so much. I can't. So here's the thing with this heat wave, right? So yes, we are experiencing it as well in New Jersey. So for like a brief moment, we had like good, good. I I actually thought I'm like, oh my gosh, there's that crisp air. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like the, the, the weather is changing. And then this shit came back. So hear me out, right? I can't look cute this summer. And I'm strictly blaming it on this fucking heat wave that just will not go away. So it went away for 2.5 seconds, came back. And then now it's just, it's like, just it's here. It's here and it won't go away. My hair has never been frizzier. I mm. can't style it for shit. And then when I do go to style it, like, you know, it looks good in the mirror. It looks good when you, like, you know, with your outfit on. And then you, as soon as you open the door, the frizzes come. No, you got to, like, get the top knot down. What do you mean? Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen you in the top knot. Like, what do pull? Oh, yeah, no, I do. I have, like, a sloppy bun type of deal. Yes, but I can't. It, listen, my hair right now is doing that right now. But, like, the from the bottom up, it's all frizzy. It's just frizzy. No, it's cute. Yeah, but, like, okay, I give you the hair, but what about your skin? Like, all that sweat, like, it just looks like your skin's so dewy and it has that, like, J-Lo glow. Like, people are yeah. like, oh, my God, your skin looks so good. I'm like, thanks. In the back of my head, I'm like, it's just sweat, but I'm taking the compliment. <laughs> yeah, no, I get compliments on my skin all the time, and I'm, like, a neat freak about it. But this ain't it. I don't want to go outside and automatically start sweating. I w- the other day, I was with my sister, and we were driving around, and I'm like, gee, I literally am having a hard time breathing. Like, it's so hot outside that I can't breathe. Like, that's the kind of nastiness is out there. And, like, who enjoys that kind of weather? I do. Your girl does. I'm here. Like, I love it. When I was in Vegas, and it was 112 degrees dry heat weather, I am just like, yes. Like, I'm already... I've already Googled where I can go and sit in an infrared sauna because the 80 degree weather now is already cold for me. Like I already have a sweater on. Disgusting. That everything about this conversation is making me, my, my skin crawl. It's going to literally, my static is going to start to flare up again. I can't. No, but I will tell you this. I think for the first time ever, hello, Nutella. She wants to say hi guys. Yes. She wants to say hi. Sorry about that. I love it. Um, I think for the first time ever, though, I think I'm going to decorate, not for the first time, maybe the second time ever, I'm going to decorate my apartment for the fall. Oh, into what do we owe this inspo for? I don't know. You know, I was sitting on my little terrace the other night and I was started to smell September because it, I did feel like a little breeze like at some point. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? It would be nice to just be adaptable as my new mantra for 34 is <laughs> and just be open to the seasons this year and not shove it away and kind of make my apartment, you know, estified. Like pumpkin spice this or, you know, I don't know. What do you have? Like turkeys out and stuff? Like I, I need what? inspo at. <laughs> Did you just say turkeys? Yeah. Like I need to estify my apartment. Uh, we're not turkeying anything, Laura. It's strictly pumpkins and haze and um, 
cornucopias, all that stuff. We're not putting out turkeys. Oh, you're not into like the little turkeys? No. And then we have um, corn stalks and mums and pumpkin spice this and pumpkin spice that. All sorts of things. Yeah. So I'm going to take inspo from you and I'm going to follow my apartment and I'm going to take pictures and I'm just going to become adaptable to the fall. I'm going to okay. try it. I'm going to try it on this year. Okay, no, and that's fine and all, but um, I guess, I but see, you can't be one of those, because that's chuggy. If you're just going to be one of those people that puts, like, a little little pumpkin on, your, I don't know, like, your countertop and then put, like, a pumpkin spice candle on the background, that's not it. What do you want me to get, like, pumpkin wallpaper? No, you have to make it feel folly and warmy. Remember that post that just, on, uh, <laughs> you actually do, I do remember because you replied to it. Where you have like the um, the blanket, you have the candle in the background, you have like a harvest looking thing on on the on the TV stand, like that stuff. Like you need to make it feel warm. Like I need to get a pillow, uh, like a red, like all burn pillow. No, honey. Oh yeah, I get. Well, no, not red. That's Christmas. Get like an orange or like the. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to admit this. So I don't know if you guys are going to come for me or not because of all the controversy I've, I've been telling you guys about how I loathe plaid, right? I loathe. And plaid, the, the black red plaid, that one. I was, I was like, hold on. No. Wait a minute. <laughs> no. What planet are we on right no, now? No, no, no. No, no. The plaid, the red and black. I loathe it. I don't understand. Ever put that those two colors together. I just, I can't. So I, I don't know if you, I think you've seen it. So I have these two, one, two, three pillows. I put in my, um, my, my living room every time it's fall. Like I literally cannot wait to take them out. So they're orange and white and it's like flannel. It is the, and they're pillow and they're so cute. And like the difference it makes in the room when I put them out on my couch is like what, it, what it, it's like a game changer in here. No, I can't. Like, Why? I don't. Like, like you just talking about plaid and flannel, and like I'm just thinking of all the different stripes. Like, listen, I love a striped dress, but I don't love a flannel plaid. Is that weird? No, I don't think it's weird. It's just not know. who you are. I mean, may- maybe I'll get like a solid orange pillow. There but, you go. But what about yeah. a blanket? Do you have like a throw blanket? Not a folly one. Mine are all like summery or winter. Yeah, you see how you just skip right over it. Why? Why you gotta do so injustice to the the season? I don't know. I told I don't like transition seasons. Like I don't like like I told you. Like summer, you're hot. You know you're hot. Winter, you're freezing. You know you're freezing. Fall, spring, like where are you? You don't know. Are you putting on a layer? Are you taking off a layer? Like what is happening? Like it's just. It's a confusing time of the year. It's a confusing time. I just feel like the fact that you just skip right over it, you're just not giving it the the acknowledgement it deserves. Yes. And you're right. And this year I I realized it because I real and I only you know what I also realized our cut all of our cousins, maybe except Gabby and me, love <laughs> fall. And Veronica. Yeah. Veronica loves summer. But yeah. everybody else loves fall. Yeah. And I'm just like, wait, maybe I'm missing something because my like hate for it is so large that I'm like, okay, I'm going to be open and I'm going to get a candle. I'm going to get a blanket. I'm not going to get a turkey. I'm going to go for it this year. I mean, but you, that doesn't just define it. Like, that doesn't like, oh, yeah, that's fault. You need to throw a mum on your stoop. You need to put like a corn stalk on your stoop. Maybe in your foray, like as your entrance. Maybe, you know, no, I, I need them. Okay. I think you need to write a list of all things fall I need in my apartment and we need to post it on our Instagram. I could just take pictures of my house. There we go. We could, you know what I do have that's fall. I have my new corn stock, Giuseppe Jr. Oh, that yes. I got this week. Yes. Do you want to tell everybody about that? That was such a terrible thing that you went through. Yeah, you guys, I don't know if you followed our Instagram stories this week, but on Monday, I got rid of the original Giuseppe, who is my first cornstalk plant. I've had him for three years, but he was slowly withering and dying away. So I finally decided he needs to go to plant heaven. So I called the 
plant people, botanists, botany, I don't know, the plant people, they came, they took him away, and they replaced him with a beautiful, lean, taller Giuseppe. I call him Giuseppe Jr. And he's so pretty, and he's very fall. He's a cornstalk plant. Yeah, that, yeah, you should put, like, what can you put on him to decorate him for fall? Maybe, like, orange garland or something. Oh, I don't Ooh, know. Or maybe I could put, like, little scarecrows, like, in his, like, dirt. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's a um, thing. You know what I don't understand, right? Is that you are really fortunate to live in where you experience all four seasons. Like, do you know how like people would die for that? I know. I I really know this. And fall in New York is apparently such a big thing. And I don't know. I'm just not here for it. Right. And I just don't understand why you're not here for it. I don't know. This year, I will be here for it. I will document my adventures in the fall. Maybe I'll start to love it. I mean, I'm getting married in the fall on purpose. Can we, like, talk about the irony behind all that? Can we please? Yeah. So November, which I don't consider fall, I consider early winter, is actually one of my favorite months out of the entire year. First of all, it's the month of the dead, and we all know how I love my spirits, my ghosts, and my dead people. So that's exciting. And it's almost like Thanksgiving time. And I love Thanksgiving. And for some reason, I don't associate fall with November or anything that happens in November. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Well, because it's kind of like the August of fall, right? November is like the August of fall. Like you're like, look at you. You're already ready for fall in August. And me, I'm already ready for winter in November. Yeah, no, you're right. When you put it that way, it's, I just wish it was always September, October. Like, where can you live in the world that's like that all the time? London? No, that's too much rain. Oh, um, I don't know. I wouldn't want to live there, so it would literally be like hell for me. Stop. That's so, (laughs) stop it. No, I just think it's, I don't know. I just hope, you know, I hope, for our chatters out there, if you can relate, let me know. DM me. Um, oh my god, speak I will tell you guys about the DM. Um I forgot to tell you, Laura. Um DM me, let me know what you guys think. Uh, you know, tell me I'm a little psycho about it. Maybe I'm a little extra too. It's okay, but I don't I still don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's who I've always been, I've always enjoyed it. Um I love all sorts of things like pumpkin picking, apple picking, going in the corn maze or a hayride, like all that stuff. Wow, no, I feel as soon as you said all these things, my anxiety is like I started scratching my face. <laughs> oh, wow, that is so extra. That's not even funny. A corn maze? Like who? En- like who really enjoys going through a corn maze? I think I think it's a good time. Uh, who wants to get lost in a field? Not me. Well, well, it's not like. Well, I hope you don't get lost. I would. I have no sense of direction. Then there's the apple cider, which I've spoken to you about. Then the apple cider donuts. Oh, all sorts of things. You're literally like the fall ambassador. Um, you know what? I am. And I will take that title with dignity and pride. Well, I'm a summer girl. Summer's here to say, let's enjoy the rest of it. <laughs> um, speaking of hot, we got some hot topics for you guys this week. Yes. First of all flashing alert it's been all over the news obviously you've definitely heard about it i'll probably all of our chatters listening have heard about it our lovely new york governor although not so lovely anymore has officially resigned how do you feel about all this oh so i'm happy he resigned but If I were to, like, step back from the situation and kind of just look at everything, I felt kind of bad because it's almost like just not for what he did or whatever, just as just a human being and just like the human life cycle where it's just like you, every single choice you make in your life literally defines everything. And I'm a true believer that if you do bad, like you're going to get bad. And it's only a matter of time before all this shit like starts creeping up to you. And the reason I felt bad is because here you you have a man who went into politics, who probably had all these dreams to, I don't know, maybe one day become the president of the United States. Maybe not bad. Maybe I feel sad. 
And then, like, you go and you do stupid shit like this, and it kind of just ruins your entire dream, your entire career, your name, your dignity, your integrity. Literally, everything you have worked for your entire life goes down the shitter because you were a shitty person. And it just makes me so sad that it's just like, really, why? Like, why did this? Why did you make these stupid choices? And then I also just thought, how much shit changes in a year? Last year, he was like the fucking hero of New York. And this year, he's done. And yeah. it's, it kind of reminded me of that Frank Sinatra song, like, the, like, that's life. Like, one day you're a prince and one day you're a fucking pauper. And here we are, Cuomo. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I was wanting to know your intake on it. It was, it was some big news. I, I'm at, I said that I, I'm sorry. I thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, last year he helped navigate New York City through COVID. Oh, Nutella feels some type of way about it. Um, and now New York City hates him and wants nothing to do with him, and he's no longer there. So it's, it's crazy. So much stuff could happen in a year, you know? Yeah. And you know what? I don't, that meme was like, or that thing was going all over Instagram. I'm not perverted, I'm just Italian. Oh, and yeah, you know, but you know, what's really sad that like, I caught myself in where I was just like, oh, yeah, like, he's right. Because and it's so sad that like, I thought this way, but I knew exactly what he was talking about. You know, how like some Italian men are just like, slimy. And it's just like, ugh, like greasy, like true sleaze balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just that, like, machismo, like, flirtatious type of thing. And it's just like, yeah, he's just being an Italian perverted per- a man. And it's just so sad that it's, like, that's associated with our culture, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. Goodbye, Cuomo. I'm really sad that it had to happen like this. But, I mean, so long. Farewell. See ya. See ya. So next on Hot Topics, did you hear about Jessica Alba and who she is in therapy with? No, but do tell. So it's not her husband, but it is her 13-year-old daughter, Honor. And I couldn't wait to bring this up on Hot Topics this week because I really wanted to get your opinion on this. So what's her daughter's name? Honor. Oh, yeah, I think she's one of the first ones who started like the weird names. Okay, go like, ahead. On Honor Alba or whatever her name is. So Jessica <laughs> Alba and her daughter Honor are in therapy um, for I think a couple of years because she basically said her relationship suffered with her own parents because they didn't know how to communicate with her mm-hmm. and she didn't want the same to happen with her daughter. So they are both in therapy learning how to communicate with each other. What do you think? I absolutely adore that. I think that is so smart. It's so important to have those proper techniques and learning skills because listen, as a parent, you, I'm not, I I don't know. I'm not a parent. Um, I mean, I'm a parent to my, my fur baby over here, but I, I, you know, you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's like, you know what I mean? You could take all the freaking classes in the world to be a parent or, you know, that nursery shit. But do you really know? No, I don't think so. You know what I mean? So I'm going to speak from myself and like psych and what I've, I've learned is that, you know, a lot of this shit that we know is from our upbringing, you know, and it's instilled in us and it's 99.9% of the time it's repeated. And sometimes, repeated in a positive way and sometimes it's repeated in the complete opposite way so it really is up to you on how you how you navigate through life but I think to be in therapy with your parent to communicate properly to talk about your feelings to to let them know your side of the story is so important like I I love all of this Yeah, I 100% agree. I think it's amazing, honestly. And it takes, you know, also a lot of like vulnerability and courage to like do that, to be like, hey, to kind of look at yourself and be like, you know, maybe I'm not communicating in the best way. And I really do want to communicate effectively, especially with my daughter. And I think it's beautiful. Like I look back, I mean, I'm don't, I hope she doesn't care that I share this, but I've done like a few therapy sessions, like with my own mom Mm -hmm. and 
I think it was just such, and you know, obviously there was like a language barrier between her and the therapist, but I think it was just such a breakthrough for the both of us. Just that like, you know, your mom is there to show up for you and to take a stand and to actually show you that she cares, especially for a 13 year old. I mean, I think that's incredible. Absolutely. I think it's, and not only is it imperative, but the fact that they're doing it collectively, that it just, it speaks volumes. Yeah, for sure. Big, big, big fan. Yeah. Um, you know what else? Who else is speaking volumes these days? So I don't know if you remember. I mean, you probably do. Everybody does. But the whole Jeffrey Epstein case, one of the main accusers, her name was Virginia Giuffre. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name. She was that blonde one who um, basically went to that island mm-hmm. and said that Prince Andrew um, sexually assaulted her. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was like big. Well, now she is suing Prince Andrew for sexually assaulting her for when she was 17 years old. Shut up. Isn't that wild? That's sick. Honestly, I think, first of all, kudos to her. Like, I'm so happy that like first her story got out and two that she's like taking such big steps and like going against the fucking royal family you know that's huge and i just hope that this doesn't get shut down in any which way or that you know how like sometimes like the royals or people like with power have the ability to just shut it down i really hope that like you know everybody in this case gets what they deserve yeah, the truth is eventually going to come out in one way or another. It will come out eventually. So good for you, girl. Yeah, good for you. I think it will end in her favor. At least I hope so. Yeah, same. Yeah. And lastly, some sad news. Christina Applegate was diagnosed with MS. I know. I saw that. What? I mean, that's sad. That's really sad. And um, because of this, um, her show on Netflix, what is it called again? Oh, man. oh um oh my god we we literally talk about it here yeah i know i fr- i'm brain fart. oh my god yeah total brain fart. yeah um they uh, out of respect for her and what she's been going on they put the new the next season on pause for now oh, i mean i love christina applegate dead to me dead to me there we go it was gonna come to me eventually yeah, it's dead to me. Yeah, that's so they they're it's on pause for now, which I, I think that's awesome that they respect her for to do that, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, our love and prayers goes out to her. And I love, you know, she like made it public with everybody and she's just like, I'm just taking this time to like really heal and like be with my family. Yeah, I thought that was really big of her too. Um speaking of Netflix, did you watch the reunion of Love is Blind yet? not yet i'm obsessed with my cook of castamar oh my god girl i don't know i don't know how much longer i have to hold this in because i have a lot to say but you need to watch it i am shook it to my core because i can i didn't see any of that coming what they revealed on the reunion oh my god i have to watch it this week i cannot wait and can we talk about how it's like a reunion but they didn't call it a reunion yeah, so when you're like, oh, they have new episodes, I thought it was a brand new season. Yeah, well, that's what we were told that the new season was coming, but then they just boop, pop three episodes up from last season. I'm like, wait a second, what is going on? Oh my God, I cannot wait. How's my girl Giannina? Oh, oh, Laura. Oh, I got to prepare myself. <laughs> uh, she, poor thing, is going through it. That's all I have to say. <sighs> I love her. She's my crazy psycho girl. Um, yeah, she. Um, I, yeah, you have to watch because I literally was thinking of you the entire time. I'm like, Laura is gonna bug out when she finds out what's happened. Oh my god. Okay, next week, you guys, we're gonna go over it. Um, yeah, and I just can't even. So, I just have to. I'm now. I'm gonna literally give this an episode in advance. I'm going to publicly apologize to Jessica for all the shit I've said about her and the show. I take it back a hundred times over and over again i really i feel really bad for everything i've said listen i fuck up i obviously it's a show and you know but i i really had no idea and how she was depicted and like the truth came out and i it was my bad for real whoa okay i can't wait to watch it because me and you were both like what is going on jessica yeah no she uh, yes uh, yeah and i 
And at the time, knowing what was depicted of her throughout through the show and how they edited her, yeah. But now that they, she was able to kind of not only Speak her, her but yeah, but not only her, but her castmates or right is that what I guess what you yeah. call it? yeah um shed some light on some stuff too without I'm not trying to say anything because I think you haven't watched it um yeah it's just it was I I feel really bad so you please watch it because we have to talk about it oh my god okay I'm gonna watch it this week and you were never a fan of um Outer Banks right no oh, girl sorry Girl, you missed a good one. I th- wow. Uh, this season, for those of you who can relate, please let me know if you guys think it was better than season one or so season two. I really want to kn- know what you guys are, uh, how you guys are feeling about it. My God! And in our foreign film section, if you want to watch a <laughs> Netflix series with a little bit of Spanish flair, I highly recommend *The Cook of Castamar*. I can't with this conversation, and this is just exactly who we are. Do you exactly? I? Totally. I can't. Um, Any hoots? I'm gonna pivot um, onto the meat of our episode. Um, so Laura and I were obviously shooting the shit, and uh, we we're brainstorming some ideas for the meat. And I asked her, I'm like, I really think that we should talk about pretty much how you break up with somebody. Oh, I love this. Um, and not like, you know, you and I are trying to, you know, do a break up with someone. Right. That's not what we're saying here. But like, how do you break up with someone? Like, I feel as if it defines you as your as a like your character, uh, who you are as a person. Can you agree? Totally. 100 percent. All right. So with that being said. Laura and I have been in many relationships between yep. the both of us and we can, you know, some of them I'm not proud of. Um, I'll speak for myself. Um, some of them I'm not proud of. Some of them, um, you know, I could have done things a lot differently. And some of them I just feel as though we're a blessing, you know, cause um, obviously I wouldn't be where I'm at right now um, and where I'm, you know, who I am today. If it wasn't for, I guess those heartbreaks you could say. Yeah. Um, so I feel as though when you break up with somebody, right, I think there should be a way to do it. Okay. So clearly not via text message or over the phone. Mm-hmm. But there are people that choose to do that. So tell me how you feel about that. Yay or nay? So, okay. So let me preface this with wait, I kind of Hold had- on. Wait, are you guilty of this? Sort of. Oh my! I did like a pre-breakup over the phone. What? And I know it was a really fucked up situation. I was just over the relationship. I didn't know what else to say. Like, so I wake up one morning and I didn't necessarily say I want to break up with you, but I started the the text message. I didn't even say it over the phone, you guys. And this is young me. Like, I was obviously like in my twenties. It was like, I'm not happy. And it was after a night of, and I'm the worst. Like when I break, when I used to like break up with somebody, like the night before we'd have like the best time ever. And then in the morning I'd be like, you know what? I'm not happy. So I, I feel like I always like blindside people, Mm. but I started it with a text message and then he was like, wait, what's happening here? Are you breaking up with me? And I'm just like, I'm not happy anymore. I hate that I'm even laughing at this, but I'm laughing at like my cowardness. And it's just like, really, Laura, like I, I would obviously never do that now, but it ended up being that text message led to an in-person that breakup about an hour later. But no, I think breaking up with a person over a text message or over the phone, depending on how long you have been with them. Actually, no, it's a no. It's a no. You should never do it. Uh, yeah. You should never do it. It's a cowardly way to do something. And I can speak for myself. Like when I started to do it, I was a coward. Like I didn't want to face him face to face. I didn't want to face his emotion, his backlash, his hating me, me hating myself in the moment. It's just very, um, it's coward. It's very coward way of breaking up with somebody. So no, you should never do that. Yeah. Um, I agree. I think I don't, I mean, I could put it in my terms, but it'd be very inappropriate for this podcast. So I'm not going to say what I really feel, but um, 
I just think that it's such a cop out for real. Let, whether you do this shit via social media, and I'm talking about all social media content. I'm, you know, I'm talking like all the apps, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever, Twitter, whatever, all that shit. Like, TikTok. I, I, oh my gosh, my friend sent me a TikTok the other night, and it was a breakup over TikTok. Like, what are we oh doing in 2021, people? Like, I don't understand. I don't. I, I just feel as though like you have zero respect for your partner. Absolutely yeah. zero respect. Um, I think uh, regardless of what the situation is, what's a shitty one or was amazing and then turned to shit, you know, just have the audacity and the 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 balls really to just do a face to face conversation and tell them what's up. Like if they love you, they'll let you go. You know what I mean? If they gave a shit, they'll let you go. And he, you know what I'm saying? It, it's just I don't, I don't understand why it's like a thing. And it it was it was really when I saw that I'm like wow that that really triggered something for me because I'm just like why are we this way? Yeah. Actually, let me ask you this. What if you're dating a narcissist and, you know, you're doing work on yourself and you realize, oh, my God, I'm dating a narcissist. Is it then okay for you to break up with them over a text or phone call because you literally don't ever want to see them again in your life because they are not healthy for you or and or they might (laughs) manipulate you into still being with them and or. Hmm. I think that's a difficult uh, question to because it's a layered question, really. So um, thankfully, I've never been in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been in a relationship where it was emotionally toxic. I will say that. Um, And I've been in a relationship, same person, um, that was (laughs) putting it out there, um, who manipulated the situation every time we were in an argument. Um, Not and not narcissistic. at all and that's how good he was at this so um so good at it so every time that argument came about it was manipulated to be something that it wasn't it was like you know not and and not narcissistic meaning like in a gaslight way yes i was about to say it was never 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 it was all gaslighting and i didn't know that then but now that i know that now um, I look back on like, damn, like I, I stayed in that relationship a hell of a lot longer than I should have, you know? Um, so I really can't answer that question unless you, uh, my only advice is to obviously, you know, follow your heart. But to me in therapy and all the, all the stuff that I've been working on 100% still do the face to face because mm. you need, I think for me, I can only speak for myself. You need that closure. If there's no closure, it's going to linger. It's going to come about. You could sit here and tell. And here's the thing. What I learned, too, in therapy, too, is that I thought who I was, you know, getting relationships, going into relationships, um, thinking that I got this, I got this, I got this. It would, And I didn't think that history would repeat itself and that I just kept doing the same behavior and over and over again, thinking that who the hell I thought it was. When in reality, I never got proper closure. Um, so I, that shit lingered into then my, you know, my future relationships and it was just not presently. Um, but at the time in those relationships, um, you know, everything was great in the beginning and then it went to shit in the end because the same patterns were happening, but that's on me, Mm. you know? Um, so I, and I can now, now at my age and reflecting all this shit, I could take accountability for it because of that was on me. I, I, I didn't know then what I know now, you know? So then do you think in terms of closure, I know we're going off tangent a little, but since we're on the topic, do you think that it's possible to get closure? Because obviously, are you really getting closure with the other person or are you getting closure with yourself? Both. And both. both. Okay. So do you think it's possible to get closure without the other person being present? Yes. Can you get whole and complete by yourself? Yes. Okay. Um, and it's crazy because I never knew I could do that. Um, wow. I, I, you know what? I feel comfortable enough to share this here. So here we go. Okay. Wow. All right. So I'm, I'm going to circle back to my past. Like we're mm-hmm. going way, way back. So, um, so douchebag who broke my heart. Well, I've talked about it here. The one who cheated on me. Um, yeah. Um, so then I didn't know then that. So when, the, when shit hit the fan, um, the last time I ever saw him, uh, was when he came to my parents' house because I was living at home at the time and he requested something that was, which was, I thought was mine, which he had given to me and he wanted it back. And that was the last time I saw him. 
And um, obviously, I'm giving you the edit, like the nice, clean cut version of this, yeah. of what really happened. But I uh, held on to that for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to move on, I'm never going to be able to find that love again. I'm never going to be able to um, be in a healthy relationship again because that was it. Like I told him to leave and that was it. That was our relationship. I, and I was just like, Oh my God, I need closure. I need closure. That's not true at all. Then, then working and then like finally growing up and obviously with age and therapy and all this stuff and relationships since then, I then realized and learned that I don't need that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I don't need closure to have a face to face contact with him only because I, everything that was done onto me, I always blamed him when in reality right. it takes two. Right. So, you were you were accountable in that too. Exactly. Exactly. And I didn't know that then, but that's why I was, oh, then the relationship since that, or after him, not since, after him were longer ones. Yeah. And, or not as long, but long ones, but they were never, they never, they, what I wish I knew then, what I know now, they would have never lasted. You know what? I knew they yeah. were never going to last because I was never able to like heal myself. So it was just never going to work. But, yeah. um, which leads so. me to my next thing. So thank you for sharing that. I mean, asking, uh, talking to me about this, cause I'm actually going to share it, which comes onto this is I think too, what's important. And I, I, I've recognized in the last, in this generation, in the last couple of years is that it's such a big deal. Like who breaks up with who first? No way. Yeah. And I think it's such a coward dick move. Um, and hear me out. Um, what I mean by that is that what does it matter if you're unhappy and you both are unhappy, who gives a shit? Just go on your separate ways. Why does it matter if I say it first? or you say it first. Yeah, well, I can see, like, okay, I can talk from, like, my example for, in my relationships, except for one, kind of, sort of, like, I was always the one breaking up first, but it was never a, like, oh, I must break up with him first, Mm -hmm. but looking back, it was a protective mechanism that I used, like, I'd rather hurt than get hurt first. Right. So it was coming from that space. Uh, that I didn't even know I was doing it, but I was always like one foot out because I never, I wanted to protect myself. And obviously as you get older, you're like, okay, obviously you, you need to be fully in the relationship and you learn, you know, if you're unhappy or he's unhappy, like anybody could leave at any moment. But I feel like in this generation, it's kind of like a more like a competition type of thing to like brag on it yeah that's what i'm saying it's sad yeah but there's definitely if like they do the work there's definitely a lot of shit behind that Mm. i Mm. i think so from experience like myself like it's never just like the face value it's like you're people are you're just trying to protect yourself from getting hurt and i think you know being in a relationship is already vulnerable enough but if you can get that upper hand and not feel dominated by the other person, then you kind of feel more in control with more power, but that's not real anything at the end of the day. Yeah, for sure. That's so interesting. Um, all right. What about ghosting in a breakup? Okay. So I fucking hate ghosting, being ghosted, being the ghoster. And there's something that happened like this year that like it was like over like a friendship where I was actually ghosted in a friendship Mm -hmm. and it just like irritated me beyond and I hate it like why ghost somebody and again it goes back to being cowardly but you know not being able to face the person but ultimately like face yourself and your own issues of rejection and abandonment that like you can't even get in touch with those feelings that you need to do it to another person. Mm. And it's just like, if you're ghosting or you've been, if let's say you are the one who ghosts, please seek help because you have major fucking abandonment issues that you don't even know about. And that is why you are ghosting. Like you don't just ghost because you're cool and you don't give a fuck. No, you actually give a lot of fucks so many fucks that like you can't even talk to the person to say goodbye to them and if you've been ghosted please know it has nothing to do with you it doesn't has nothing to do with your self-worth your self-value it has everything to do 
with how the other person feels about themselves okay i'm very passionate about ghosting (laughs) i feel like we can have an entire podcast because one i've ghosted in the past without even knowing and worst of all i've been ghosted on and it's just it's shitty on both fucking ends yeah no i i i could tell i think too i mean i agree with everything you just said especially after a relationship and then you ghost that person and you know, you delete them from social media, you lose all connection with them. Like, I mean, I get it. It's, you have to, I mean, that's how it's out of my, or what's, that, what's that thing? Out of... Out of sight, out of mind. Thank you. And it's like part of your healing process. I, I, I respect that. But yes. at the same time, I feel as though it's a little extreme sometimes. I think the timing is really, really sensitive. Because if think about it, say you're in a, I, I don't know, I'm making this up, a five-year relationship with somebody, right? And, uh, and then shit went south. And that's it. That was it. End of story. We're done. And I deleted you off of every fucking everything. Like, it was l- literally the next day. I-, I think it's a little dramatic. I mean, I still have to process. You know what I mean? And to see that then, like, say if I... Uh, say if, like, none of your notifications are coming up again. And to know all my pictures were taken down and all that shit, like... And the very next day, that fucking hurts. That's like cut deep. So not only am I already heartbroken as it is over this five year relationship, but now you're doing that shit. And like, I I don't know. To I'm, I'll speak for myself. I think to me that speaks volumes in itself. To me, that's like, all right, you're you're done. All right, now now you're dead to me. Type of shit. Like that's how it's how it is for me. Yeah. Well, I mean, coming from the other side, I've been that person where it's like I've never. I've broken up with somebody and literally the following day, like completely took them off all of my social media back then again, like in my twenties. And I can tell you from that space, it's again, not being able to sit and deal with my feelings around anything. And it's almost easier, like you said before, like to just completely get rid of that person. And again, it has nothing to do with the other person or how somebody feels about the other person or the lack of respect or whatever they had for the other person. I think it's a bigger like volume speaker on what that person thinks about themselves. Oh, I agree. that's what I'm saying. I agree with yeah. you. I think that what you said, that person is there all that. Sh- I really do. Like for you to go and do that from the jump, like, I don't know, yo, that that's, that's, I, I don't even I honestly don't even know how to put it in words I I think it's so extra I think it's so much for no fucking reason I'm again I respect the the healing process but the ne- very next day less than 24 hours like I, that's just fucked up I, I yeah I don't know I just think you owe it to your relationship or your partner for that matter to like kind of s- not remain in each other's lives I'm not yeah. saying that but like I guess process or heal together on your own terms, but 24 hours is just too much. If you ask me, it's too quick. What do you think I I'm seeing like somebody ghosts you, but still keeps you on social media. Like what's that all about? I don't know. I, um, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. I, I, I don't, I can't, I don't know. I don't know how that is. I I don't know if that's just to keep tabs or to, to do a check-in or, or whatever to each its own. I, I really don't, but, I guess, let me ask you this We're back uh, on social media, right? What if you're, so you're in this relationship, right? I, I'm again, making this shit up. I'm not speaking from a, a you know, from my uh, standpoint or yours, but so say your relationship, I made it said, what I say? Five years. Okay. Five years. You guys are done. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're with this person for five years. And um, during the five years, you notice that there weren't a lot of friends around. And if there were friends around, um they would come and go like there wasn't like a you know how you have your one go-to I have my one go-to friend like mm-hmm. you know what I mean like we have our solid group of people in our lives that we can always rely on each other you yeah. know what I'm saying like that person never had that and if red they flag did... right right well now right. looking back on it now yes 100 percent um so you know they and if they did have that person it was lasted a year or two Then the next year with somebody else. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So that tells me a person doesn't know how to hold like a relationship sacred. Exactly. Exactly. And the way you are in one area of your life. I'm sorry. You are in all areas of your life or you're pretty fucking similar. So no, that's a reflection on the future of our relationship too. 
absolutely for sure and i think we've like had this like conversation too like like people who don't have friends i don't know like it's kind of like that same thing like they're in and out i mean may or maybe on the other end like they don't want like they don't know how to form like like multiple deep bonds like i don't know i would love to get somebody on the podcast who is like that because me and you are not like that because like we have like a solid friend group who we've been friends with like for forever yeah so i can't relate to what that is like and but i would love to pick the brain of a person like that because maybe we dub them wrong but i see and i'm being honest like red fucking yeah then absolutely like then don't wait five years fucking break up asap 100 percent. yeah and to reiterate yeah we did talk about that now that you said out loud about the whole friendship thing yeah i don't i don't want to know what a life is like without my my core friendships like those core friendships have been my core friendships literally since high school and i don't know what that would be like you know i don't want to know what it's like without them um and i i can't imagine my life without that and it's like literally who i am today is because of these these friendships and relationships i have with these people so yeah if you don't have friends or you don't have somebody that you can talk to and hang out with go out and do like live life with i I don't know that i i think something's wrong (laughs) i i think something's wrong too i but then again like i feel like me and you are just like different in that aspect like yeah i've had friends since second grade that i'm still friends with but maybe maybe we're missing something yeah i'm actually i talked about it here on the podcast but uh now you said second grade um so one friend um we were friends up until high school and then we after high school we like fizzled out and you know all through early adulthood and mid you know as we became adults and stuff were happening we just we just lost touch but i must say in the last couple of years uh maybe more no more than that like we've kind of reconnected and it's it's been really really refreshing to be honest uh, and uh she listens to our podcast so she's one of our our chatters so and i appreciate that and it just says a lot too you know that after all those years of not being in each other's lives to then reconnect and you know be uh not only a follower but like supporter of us i that just says a lot and i don't know so i i take it back so not only was from high school but i have someone that i've been friends with since second grade you know what i mean exactly and, and shit like that does happen you know you obviously go your separate ways and reconnect and whatever have you but um i don't know i just i i don't know what that's like and i but I'm just saying, like, when you break up, like, these are things that you think about after the fact. And it's like, it's crazy to me because it's like, who are you? Like, really, who are you in these relationships, you know? Yeah. And And also that, like, screams, like, and again, this might be, like, me judging, but, like, somebody who doesn't, like, have friends or can't form those deep friendships, like, I kind of just feel like in the relationship, they'll be so codependent where it would make me feel like suffocated like you can't just rely on me at least for me in my relationships like you need to be able to have your own life because having my own life is super important so it can't just be obviously it's me and you but it can't just be me and you does that make sense no i get what you, i get what you, oh nutella agrees i get yes. it i i get what you're saying i get what you're saying Oh. Yeah, she's a little Gemini. She's yeah. like, of course we need friends. Yeah, she needs she needs all the loving she can get. She needs it too. But I agree because you can't always just be not only like, I love what you said, codependent. I'm talking about like claustrophobic. Yes, claustrophobic. Yeah, like don't suffocate me. Like go do no. you. Like go yes. do you. Have fun. Do you? We will reconvene later on. You, I will see you in bed later tonight. Like, just calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, yes. you know what I, mean? I mean, sometimes I feel weird because I'm not one of those people who wants to spend 24-7 with their significant other. And then I feel guilty. I'm like, oh, my God, like, is something wrong with me? But then I'm like, no, I, I can't spend 24 hours with anybody, not even Rocco. But- and he's my cat. Right, right, like, right. I don't know, but I think it's for me personally, just being the person I am, that's a red flag for me, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, I, I mean, there's just, it, I, like I said, like I said, at the beginning, like how you handle a breakup is just, it really defines you. It really does. So next time people, if you're thinking about it, rethink it, try to be sensitive, try to be 
compassionate and please don't break up out of anger just don't no. do it don't you're saving people a lot a lot of money and years of <laughs> therapy to do that like just be uh, try to be in this fucked up world that we live in try to be a decent human being and i know that's saying a lot and sometimes it's like oh yeah no big deal but it's really hard to do that nowadays it really is there's so much shit going on in this world i mean laura and i don't even cover the surface of what the politics the the drama the bullshit the all the things that make this world go round. And I wish I could say it's all positive, but it's really unfortunate that 99% of that shit is negative. And like, if all we have is like I've said last, last episode is our character and our integrity. And if you could just step up to be a half of decent person in the world, I, I think it's, I think it's, will be okay. Yeah. It's actually not that hard. Like, you know, we, it's like so easy to be kind to another person. It's literally a choice. And I mean, especially in relationships, it's uh, going back to like what you said, like never break up out of anger. I feel like a big thing in my mindfulness meditation practice is actually never make any choice from emotion. It's kind of like you need to be in a non-attached place when you make a choice, especially during a breakup. So as even though sometimes like, you know, you get angry, you get sad or whatever, always make sure like you're not operating from this like crazy emotional space, like kind of just like remove yourself and then think about it logically for a second. Yes. I beautifully said, I agree. Yes. I see. What are you grateful for this week? This week? I'm grateful for my daddy. Oh, I love that. Yeah. He, um, you know, he has been through it and this man is so resilient and like probably one of the hardest working men you'll ever meet in your life. And what he does for me and my family is just, there's no words I could describe. So I, I really have to give him acknowledgement and recognize for all his stuff that he does for us. So I am super grateful for my dad. I love him. He's like a teddy bear. Yeah. Big, big, big old teddy bear. How about you? So I'm grateful for Giuseppe Jr., my new <laughs> cornstalk plant, who I know this sounds crazy, you guys, but I feel like he just brought new energy into the apartment. It's like new life. I feel like if you don't have a plant, like go and get one because you don't know what you're missing out on. It literally just brings so much life. So I'm grateful for my gorgeous Giuseppe. Get it, girl. Yes. I see. Tell our chatters where they can find us iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasting, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, please head over to our Instagram page at Lunchbox Chats, as well as our Facebook page, The Lunchbox Chats, where you can always rate, review, and subscribe. And until next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.